love you. I need you. I want you. But I do not want to have sex with you. What is up, sapiosexuals? Thank you for turning on Sex and South Beach with your girl, Dr. Sanjaya, America's favorite sex educator. So the sex situation we're getting into right now is all about the sexual evolution that so many committed couples experience. What do you call people who are committed to each other but don't have sex with each other? <laughs> Melania and Donald Trump? No, 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 no. The term we're looking for here is married-ish. <laughs> I'm talking about married couples, people who live together, unmarried people raising kids together, and people who used to be married and are still hanging out together. And you know what? Usually they don't have sex together unless the mood is right and uh, somebody's really horny. <laughs> And let me tell you, the coronavirus lockdown has made more and more people come out of the closet as married-ish, committed by love, but not committed sexually. <laughs> Just the other day, at a socially distancing play date, a mom told me that she kicked her husband out of her bedroom over 10 years ago. But if you were to see them on the streets, they look like an ideal loving couple. Seriously. And I know that they love each other because it shows in the way that they communicate and relate to one another. She is smart, beautiful, funny, and kind. He's brilliant, handsome, generous, and fun. <laughs> and they're both devoted to their kids. But they have lived separate, intimate lives for over a decade and just moved to a bigger space so that their beds uh, could be uh, farther apart. Okay, <laughs> Another loving couple have lived together for seven years. And you know what they recently revealed to me? What? They are not sure that the relationship is going to last. But they're still living together and they have sex frequently. They both think the relationship is just about to end and is definitely going to end when someone finds a better partner. But they're committed to being there for each other eternally. Now, there's also a married mom who I met during COVID. And you know what? She's a married mom of two. And she told me that she has nothing in common with her husband anymore. But she doesn't want to get divorced. She said that she's, like, scared to go on dates with him even because they have nothing to talk about except the kids. He wants more and she doesn't. And that's a dead situation in her mind. Now, there's also this unmarried dad I know. He lives with the mother of his children in a monogamous relationship. But they haven't had sex in three years. And you know what, boo? He is committed to staying with her, but he wants to have sex with other people. Mm-mm-mm. Since the COVID lockdown has made everyone I know reconsider their relationships, the question I've been pondering recently is, should couples stay committed even if they're not having sex with each other? And if they do stay committed, how does that impact their potential with future sex partners? I mean, can you imagine dating someone who's like, um, I have to do this favor for my ex before I can pick you up, girl. Okay, okay, okay. Is that cool? But that's exactly what being committed to someone is. You put them first. And lately, I've witnessed a shift in the way commitment is expressed in long-term relationships. It seems as though long-term relationships that started as romantic are naturally evolving 
into committed friendships that lack sex. And this creates yet another challenge, right? Because committed or not, most people crave sexual intimacy. And if you're not getting it from your partner, how do you stay committed and satisfy sexual desires? Mm-hmm. That is the question of 2020. Ask Melania Trump what she's doing, okay? She probably did hire herself a hot pool guy. I mean, that's what I would do if I were her in her situation. You know? But of course, if I were her in this situation, I fucking would have bit Donald Trump's dick off by now. Anyways, and this creates um, affairs. Yes, that's where we're going to. That's pretty much how most people are dealing with this challenge of being married-ish. According to the General Social Survey, 20% of men and 13% of women reported that they've had sex with someone other than their spouse while being married. And you know what? I suspect the numbers are much, much higher because these are only the people like admitting the truth. And you know what we all are? Liars. Let's be truthful. Liars. Everybody's lying about how much they've cheated. But the problem with affairs is they involve secrets, lies, deception, heartache, and resentment. And these are the type of toxic actions and emotions that cannot be undone. So rather than cheat, I propose reexamining the way that we look at marriage and commitment. Something like married-ish. You know what I'm saying? Let me give you some context, okay? My spiritual guru who gets me going every single morning is Esther Hicks. And Esther receives messages from Abraham, and I get all the enlightenment on a daily basis from her ability to translate spiritual guidance. Yes, if you're wondering, I'm raised by hippies in San Francisco who taught me how to do this, okay? So I'm like basically an expert at attempting to achieve spiritual enlightenment on a daily basis through my guru, who is Esther Hicks at this moment, okay? Well. Esther Hicks' interpretation of marriage vows goes something like this. I like you a lot. Let's be together as long as it's fun. (laughs) I love this line of thinking because it reminds us that the reason we get into relationships is to have fun, right? And that the fun doesn't have to encompass every single aspect of our lives. We're also allowed to have fun with other people, even though we might be committed, right? And just because we have fun together watching our kids play soccer doesn't mean we also have to have fun in the bedroom. We can have fun at dinner together and supporting each other through life and our life challenges. But that doesn't mean we also have to have fun having sex together. Sure, if sex is fun, let's do it. But if that's not there anymore, does that mean everything is over? The truth is... The rates of affairs and divorces prove that the way we're experiencing committed relationships, it just doesn't work anymore. I think the days are over when being committed to someone needs to be an all or nothing situation. Can you be committed to your sexual partner and still maintain a platonic friendship with someone who resonates with your life goals, values, and experiences? I mean, of course you can. Obviously. Maybe we can stay committed to the parts of our relationship that are aligned with our principles and meaningful desires. And if the sex no longer fits and partners aren't willing to fix it, is it possible to have some flexibility to get those needs met in other ways while still maintaining a commitment to your partner? Or is that too progressive? I don't think so. 
I know it seems like a sharp dive, but I really think that we see that type of commitment already in the 2020 White House, and we know that shit is not progressive, okay? Do you really think Melania Trump is having sex with a fat-ass orange bully? No, of course we know she's not, but she's committed to him. They are very much married-ish. Look, y'all, commitment involves so much more than sex. It involves trust, transparency, and really knowing and supporting a person to the deepest core of their being. And I see so many couples doing this, even though they're not interested in sex with each other anymore. I want you. I need you. I just don't need to have sex with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I really, really do love you, boo. Now, if you want to fix the sex, then booyah, I'm here for it. And that's why I have so many shows dedicated to making sex better. I really do believe when couples focus on making their intimate sexual experiences better, they can. And after you finish up with listening to this show, you definitely should scroll on over to one of my other shows. And I promise we'll talk about going down, getting it up, and stimulating ways to make you say, wow, tonight and all through the weekend, girl. Yes, indeed. But ultimately, what I'm noticing through the COVID lockdown is that people do want to be committed to something. They want to be committed to someone, even if they don't want to have sex with them anymore. And once couples set each other free, they're like, you know what? I'm free now. Yay! I can still choose to be committed to you, but I'm also free to live life on my own terms. It's like having the benefits of being committed to someone and also being free and single at the same time. Yes! I'm talking about can we have our cake and eat it too? And one You're free to make decisions on your own once you free yourself from a committed relationship. And once people free themselves from committed relationships, what I've noticed is I see so many people deciding to stay committed to that person who they left. They actually want the best of both worlds. They want to be committed to someone and be free to live their lives out freely And in case something else pops up, they want to be able to do that too. So what I'm asking you is, can we reframe our brain to think of commitment in a new way? And I think that we can. I absolutely think that we can. But you know what reality is? I don't know. And I don't think anybody really knows what the future holds. I mean, think about five years ago, 2015, when someone asked you where you saw yourself in five years. (laughs) You show as hell didn't say lockdown during a pandemic, right? (laughs) Nobody knew what was going to happen five years ago. I mean, no one knew what was going to happen in 2015 and 2020. Okay, you guys know what I'm saying. Even though I can't quite translate it verbally, you absolutely know what I'm saying. What I want us to really think about and what I really would love to hear your input on is can we have commitment in a different way? You know, with the uh, divorce rates, like half of half of people getting married or getting divorced, right? It's basically like a dice roll, right? Are we going to make it or are we not? And then most people in commitments are finding other outlets. But people are still like the idea of having something to stand for, someone to come home to, something to keep them on track. So let's think. Can we think of commitment in a new way? 
I mean, Melania and Donald haven't taught us much, but they have taught us that, you know what? You could be married and not have sex with someone. (laughs) Y'all, I so appreciate you letting me chat with you about being married-ish in the modern world. Child, we got a pandemic. Seriously, we got a pandemic going on, a Black Lives Matter movement that's finally getting some traction. And now we got to socially distance our sex. What the F is going on? I need you to keep your head up, baby. And I need you to start thinking about, can we reframe our brains to think about commitment and relationships in a new way? All right? For your daily dose of Nookie knowledge, check me out on all the social media networks. That's Dr. Sanjaya, D-R-S-O-N-J-I-A, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Baby, what you waiting for? Let's link up. Thanks so much for tuning into Sex and South Beach, where everybody comes for happier, healthier sex. I love, love, love when people email me their sex questions. And I always want you to know I will honor your confidentiality and answer your question on the air. (laughs) If you have a sex question that you want answered in a future show, simply email me at S-O-N-J-I-A at D-R-S-O-N-J-I-A. That's Sanjaya at DrSanjaya.com. And I will do my best to answer it for you.